the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So the Democratic Party is big on the uh, danger of guns, remember? Uh, Andrew Ginther always talking about gun violence. Um, Sherrod Brown, big gun violence guy. Joe Biden, big gun violence guy. Joe Biden... uh, as he say all the time, assault weapons ban. Ah, oh, I got the assault weapons ban through. And it uh, just eradicated crime across the country. Never mind that it's a lie. He keeps saying it. Here's what Joe Biden said last week about gun owners and gun owners having to uh, obey the law and every law. These are common sense requirements. All gun owners should follow. Every gun owner should be required to have the same requirements held to him or her. Every single one. Every single one. So when you sign a form... To purchase a gun, uh, one of the questions that it asks you is if you are under the influence of or an abuser of illegal drugs. Uh, Hunter Biden signed that form. No, he was an abuser of illegal drugs. His autobiography confirms as much. Uh, They bought the gun, had the gun, being coked out as he always was, his brother's Late, his no, his late brother's wife. So, Bo Biden's wife, who Hunter was, I don't know if you're having an affair with her after your brother dies, but it's still creepy, was worried about Hunter Biden with the gun. So, she took the gun and disposed of it, but not in a great way, in a dumpster at a grocery store across the street from a high school. Then, Hunter Biden found out about this. Apparently he came too. And he sent her to go get the gun where she threw it and it wasn't there anymore. The Secret Service got involved. But of course you know by now that Hunter Biden, uh, well, that is going to be dismissed, eradicated from his record if he goes through some kind of uh, 24-month diversion program. Uh, The whole exoneration of Hunter Biden, the whole wiping clean the slate of Hunter Biden, uh, not going over well with uh, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. This stinks to high heaven. It certainly proves we do not have equal application of justice under the law. And what I've always been concerned about, by the way, is that they would enter in some kind of plea deal to lesser charges. And my concern further is that they will seal all the records. You know, what what a great way to sweep Chuck Grassley's whistleblower talking about uh, a $10 million bribery scheme under the rug. Just say, oh, yeah, we looked into it. There was nothing to it. So, you know, what, what we need to do to it is we need to continue to... A press for congressional oversight. Unfortunately, Senator Grassley and I don't have chairmanships. So we don't have subpoena power. I think James Comer's doing a great job. Uh, so is Jim, Jim Jordan. We just need to keep making the case and start pointing out all the corruption of the Biden family. There's so much that should have been investigated here. I mean, let, let's, let's talk about the paid escorts. I mean, the, 
Hunter Biden paid tens of thousands of dollars to women who were trafficked through an international sex trafficking ring. And President Joe Biden's still proud of his son. What about his involvement in the, the tribal bond fraud scheme that his business partner is now standing convicted of? And those conspirators said, you know, we ought to put a little honey in Hunter's pocket. I mean, I could go on and on. There is so much that should have been investigated. But we have a whistleblower said that Attorney Weiss didn't have the resources to do a proper investigation. And, of course, we have the whistleblower from the IRS saying that he was pulled off the case in an unprecedented fashion with the rest of his team. There is so much here that is just disgusting. Uh, yes, if you forgot the IRS whistleblower who was investing, investigating Hunter Biden and then he was yanked off the case, uh, this IRS whistleblower did not go on Fox or any conservative media outlet. He went on CBS News. This will refresh your memory. When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it, you know, it was way outside the norm of what, what I've uh, experienced in the past. There was multiple steps that were, were slow walked at the uh, direction of, of the Department of Justice. And each and every time it seemed to, to always benefit the subject. Uh, now, this also benefits the subject because the subject is Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden should be in jail for what he did. Could you not pay $1.2 million in taxes? How much do you have to make? to owe $1.2 million in taxes. A lot. A lot. Where did that money come from? What is Hunter Biden's expertise? Uh, being a Biden, that's what his expertise is. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, paints an optimistic view of this outcome. Now, this does nothing to our investigation. It actually should enhance our investigations because the DOJ should not be able to withhold any information now saying that because of pending investigation, they should be able to provide Chairman Comer with any information that he requires. Uh, they should. But uh, Ron Johnson, a guy who just a moment ago told you he's been held at arm's length by the Department of Justice in his own investigation multiple times, even though Comer has subpoena power, which Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley do not, because Comer is the uh, majority in the House, majority Republicans in the Senate, not so. Thanks a lot, Donald Trump, for Georgia. Uh, Ron Johnson saying, oh, no, 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 don't underestimate the DOJ. There's a way they can block James Comer as well. And I'm sure James Comer is going to go aggressively after this, but he won't be able to do much if the Department of Justice withholds things. And let's face it, they redacted you know, a key part of the 1023. Senator Grassley saw it, but they still redact the fact that they, there might be 17 recorder, recordings of the Bidens being bribed. Why would they do that? Uh, other than the answer would be corruption. Ah, yes. What about those bribes? What about all the shell corporations? What about all the money from Burisma and the like? I mean, uh, does this mean that Hunter Biden is in the clear on all that? I mean, that laptop, which is in the possession of the FBI since 2019, it's been in their possession for five years, 2019, 2021, 22, 23. It's been in their possession a long time. I mean, there's a lot on that laptop. Does this mean that Hunter Biden's not going to be on the hook for any of it? Uh, the guy to ask would appear to be Hunter Biden's attorney. His name is Chris Clark. Chris Clark, conveniently enough, was on MSNBC yesterday talking about that laptop. Do you have any idea if um, Hunter Biden's laptop had anything to do with this investigation? Was it used? I don't. No, I don't. I mean, Have you I, ever asked about it? Um, I can't recall being asked about it, to be honest with you. Um, 
but there's nothing about the the situation that's being that's been filed that has a thing to do with the laptop. Why not? I don't know. You'd have to ask the prosecutors. Now, kudos, kudos to the NBC uh, MSNBC woman for uh, asking the why not. First of all, for asking the question. I can't believe they allowed her to do that. And then for following up and saying why not. That's Hunter Biden's attorney telling you that at the end of a five-year investigation into Hunter Biden's various criminal activities and suspected criminal activities, he, as Hunter Biden's attorney, was never asked, because I think he would remember it, he was never asked about anything that was in the laptop. Now you say, oh, only in the laptop, the salacious details and the pictures of Hunter Biden naked and snorting coke off a hooker's belly and buttocks. That's not a crime, Bruce. It's immoral, but it's not a crime. Well, mm -hmm. are you sure about that? Are you sure that what's in that laptop might not constitute a crime? Uh, Here's Brett Tolman, former federal prosecutor answering that question for us. We already know that they didn't follow any of the transactions involving the money. They're not doing what's called sourcing. Sourcing follows money. And if it went out of one bank account and into somebody else's or into an LLC, then you have conspiracy and you have money laundering and wire fraud. And all of that comes with years in federal prison. Yeah, see, if... I were doing an investigation and a guy was late paying $1.2 million in taxes, I might have the presence of mind to say, how did this former drug addict make make so much money that he owes $1.2 million in taxes? Where did that money come from? And I might start asking questions. And then somebody would say, well, you know, there's a laptop that talks about, has emails and pictures and Excel spreadsheets and everything that might answer the question where that money came from. But nobody in the Hunter Biden investigation wanted to bring the contents of the laptop to the attention of Hunter's attorney. Strange, isn't it? Uh, The latest on the uh, lost submersible touring the wreckage of the Titanic is that... uh, an airplane, a Canadian plane, a uh, military plane, uh, heard what it believes to be banging from the inside of the submersible. Uh, they have about another, what, 20 hours of oxygen left, 96-hour oxygen capacity in this little vessel, which is the size of a uh, minivan. Uh, five people inside. Uh, They're all um, trapped until someone outside lets them out. Because the um, two possibilities are, if the submersible did not um, come apart or was not breached by pressure or some mechanical flaw or failure, they could either, they're most likely to either be on the ocean floor or on the surface of the ocean. Now, obviously, being on the surface of the ocean would be better, but they cannot open the hatch from inside. This is why they are under such a time crunch to find the people, because if they were floating on top of the water, um, I don't know how you would open the hatch and keep it from 
getting too much water inside, but maybe you could open it in such a way that you could get break the window, maybe get water, get air inside. But they're sealed in there, and it has to be opened from the outside. So uh, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., is when the oxygen supply runs out. If they are on the ocean floor, really hard to find, super dark down there. The search area is said to be the size of the state of Connecticut. Uh, So they obviously are out of power or they would rise to the surface. So getting them off the ocean floor, lifting them from the ocean floor, it would be the um, most, uh, it would be the deepest deep water rescue ever. And they don't even know if they have... uh, the power, the ingenuity, the ability, should they find this submersible, uh, to be able to raise it to the uh, surface of the ocean. So uh, that is the latest on the submersible. If anything else happens uh, while we are on air, uh, I will apprise you of it. Now, I started the show talking about the 12-year-old who had a gun and shot two 13-year-olds yesterday, last night actually. Then we uh, transitioned to the Hunter Biden story. And I talked about the common thread between the two being lack of accountability. A 12-year-old with a gun who thinks it's okay to settle whatever dispute he has with two 13-year-olds by shooting them is someone who has been egregiously parented. And will there be accountability for the parents who gave this young man access to a gun and and, and were not monitoring him to the point where He confided in them about what he was going to do, or they were curious about what he was going to do. Were they even there to notice what he was going to do? My guess would be no. Likewise, that's not solely a factor of inner city Columbus and the challenges of growing up in Franklinton, the Hilltop, or Linden. At the other end of the spectrum, we have the supreme privilege of the sun of a U.S. senator, vice president, now president, who also was not held accountable for his out-of-control lifestyle, who, after pleading guilty to not paying federal taxes, pay your fair share. Think Joe ever gets on the phone and tells Hunter, hey, pay your fair share. Come on, man, pay your fair share. I really... Wonder about the uh, impotence of the White House press corps. I know there have to be a few conservatives in the White House press corps. The next time he or Corrine Jean identity hire comes up with, yeah, hey, you don't pay, not enough taxes. People aren't paying enough taxes. Well, Hunter Biden didn't pay $1.2 million in taxes. What about getting him to pay his fair share on time? Or suffering some kind of incarceration for not doing it? No, they just let Joe Biden go on talking about even now in the aftermath of his son pleading guilty how proud he is of his son. I'm so proud of my son. This partisanship, this unwillingness to see the ugliness staring back at you from your own mirror on full display today. House Oversight Committee hearings, John Durham. John Durham, the guy who investigated the origins of the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. And John Durham said, never should have started. Never should have had an investigation. They jumped to conclusions because they wanted to believe the conclusion they were hoping to find. There was not evidence to begin the investigation. There was no evidence to sustain 
the investigation, and yet they kept up with it. And we got breathless updates throughout. Breathless updates. Adam Schiff, oh, wait, wait till you see what we saw today. Wait till you hear what this witness told us. Oh, the walls are closing in. Oh, there's direct, is there direct evidence of collusion? Yes, there's direct evidence of collusion. Adam Schiff said all that. Uh, Talking about no accountability, talking about not seeing the ugliness in your own mirror. Listen to the temerity of Adam Schiff's line of questioning today of John Durham. Mr. Term, uh, DOJ policy provides that you don't speak about a pending investigation, uh, and yet you did, didn't you? <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure what when, you're When the inspector general issued a report saying that the investigation was properly predicated, you spoke out in violation of Department of Justice, Department of Justice policy, to criticize the inspector general's conclusions, didn't you? I issued a public statement. I didn't do it anonymously. I didn't do it through third persons. There were but nonetheless, you violated department policy by issuing a statement while your investigation was ongoing, didn't you? I don't know that. If I did, then I did, but I was not aware that I was violating some policy. Adam Schiff, the guy who was always chirping publicly about what was going on behind closed doors when none of it was going on behind closed doors or Mueller's investigation would have yielded the results the Democrats wanted it to yield. Adam Schiff has the temerity to say, hey, you know, you were kind of talking out of school there, brother. High and mighty. Man, do I hope he's brought down by his own ego. If so, he'll crash to earth. The worst today uh, was uh, Steve Cohen, who uh, is also a Democrat. I've never heard of this uh, jerk before. I don't, it's not important where he's from. You know where his questioning's going. He's trying to embarrass John Durham. Mr. Durham, you were appointed by whom? Um, so, I was, uh, Who recommended you and appointed you? As the special counsel? No, as the U.S. attorney. As U.S. attorney. Um, it was President Trump at the time. With two Democratic senators from Connecticut supporting the nomination. Mr. Trump appointed you. You believe Mr. Trump has pretty good judgment on people, their abilities, and their character? I'm not going to characterize um, Mr. Trump or my thoughts about Mr. Trump. Mr. Barr appointed you special counsel, is that correct? That's correct. Mr. Trump has called Mr. Barr a gutless pig, a coward, and a rhino. Which of those is correct, which isn't? In my experience, none of those are correct. So Mr. Trump isn't that good of an expert on character and judging people. In your opinion, he isn't, because he's, he's none of those. He's not a gutless pig. But Trump says he is. Yeah. That's outside the scope of my report. Also outside the scope of your report, apparently. <laughs> oh, it's bad when you try to hang a guy with a line of questioning and the whole room ends up laughing at you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.